0: Welcome to the Gathered Truths Podcast. My name is Jen Yaqui. Join me as we create this sacred container for discovery and healing, a place where you are invited to safely inquire, contemplate, and explore the paths of wellness, awareness, and truth. Together we will listen, breathe, learn, and grow so that we can show up for ourselves, our families, and our communities. Welcome to Gathered Truths. Hello friends, and welcome back to the Gathered Truths podcast. Happy New Year to you. Today is January 17th. 17 days into the new year. And the podcast, this one is about goals and resolutions and intentions. And all the things that you might be in the thick of, at the moment, or have already abandoned. 91% of people abandon their New Year's resolutions by the middle of February. So there is that. So the gathered truth for this podcast is, you can never have enough of what you don't need. I'll say that again. You can never have enough of what you don't need. So I'll share a little story. Back in 2014, I came across um, Danielle Laporte, and I will put links in the show notes. And my entire life prior to that, for many years, I had set goals and resolutions. Sometimes they were abandoned by the middle of February. I was part of that 91% statistic. And sometimes um, I achieved them. Most of the time, actually. <clears throat> but what I found was, when I achieved the thing, um, it didn't make me any more happy. It didn't make me more at ease. It didn't fulfill me in any way. It was just this constant goal setting that I was doing to fill this greater hole, I would guess, in my soul um, with things I didn't need. I never even, you know, looked back, You know, I remember one year in the 90s, um, I set the goal in January to run a marathon in November. And um, I didn't have one mile under my belt. But I ran the marathon. And I signed up for another marathon. And I never even sat with the accomplishment of finishing the marathon. Less than 1% of people complete marathons in the universe. So I got to a point where I was thinking, what is all of this busyness? What is all of this cramming and doing and consuming? For what? For what? So when I found uh, Danielle Laporte, I was um, really taken with her um, lens with regards to intentions. And this was at a time where I was really doing some work with regards to, um, emotional work, emotional regulation, um, the awareness of how all of that is in my body, not just in my brain, because I spend a lot of time in my brain. And so the idea of how do I want to feel really resonated with me. And it guides me to this day, especially when I feel myself getting um, off track, I feel anxious, I feel... Uh, not at ease. Um, I feel somewhat out of control in my life. Like my responses to things are not what they would normally be. They're over the top. I was uh, talking to a group of people last night at um, The Path. We um, It's a group I facilitate on Thursdays. And I was saying that when I have responses that are over the top, Um, righteous, Um, it really is a red flag for me, like, wow, what, what is going on here that is driving that intense of a response to things. And so every year since 2014, I have decided how do I how I want to feel and I want to make a disclaimer here. You might, in January, decide that you want to feel X, and by June, that is not how you want to feel because of circumstances that happen around you. And you should feel free to shift, to change, to edit, to alter, to do the things that fit your life currently. Sticking with something just because you've put some effort into it is not a reason to stick with it. So I wanted to say that. Um, one year, I wanted to feel like um, I felt when I came out of a yoga class. So in yoga, there is a Sanskrit word called Shavasana. It is final rest. And it's a period of time that you rest at the end of class before you conclude your practice. And I really wanted to be in that space as much as possible at that time, I can't remember what year that was, but maybe three years ago, four years ago. So that Lucas was four or five. There wasn't a there wasn't a hope I was going to feel like that all the time, but I could certainly make decisions to feel that way as much as possible in my life to um, cultivate and relationships to cultivate things that I participated in things that I read things that I listened to people I hung out with that made me feel that way and that really served me well because most of the time um because I was able to um say yes to things say no to things, and just be more present in my life with the decisions I was making, rather than just living by default and doing the next, and never paying attention to the things that I had achieved or um, paying attention too much to what was currently happening in my life. So I tell a story that, and I may have mentioned this before, that I, I don't do this well all the time, so I'm not telling you this because I have this perfected, but it is a, it is a guidepost, it is a lighthouse for me. But um, two years in a row, I signed up to be Lucas's soccer coach without running it through the gate of, does this make me feel at ease, at peace, spacious, um, calm? without running it through any of my um, intentional gates. And then you know, I pay the price. Because every single time practice comes around, and every single time a game comes around, there is a level of agitation because, um, and this is a strong word, so it's not quite, quite true, I betrayed myself, I betrayed or um, broke a promise to myself of, well, this is the thing that I had decided. And now I've done the opposite. So it does happen. Um, That mistake or that error was 13 weeks long. (laughs) So and it's not that I don't want to be the coach. It's it's not that at all. I love sports. Sports are what shaped me as a human being. And I played competitive soccer for a very long time. And um I love soccer, but what I want to do, I can't be in that space that I want to be in as coach for Lucas. I could be the person in charge of snacks. I could be the person, um, you know, coordinating assistant coaches or stepping in potentially during a practice if they needed it, Um, being a sideline ref. Uh, during one of the games. But to to jump all in was not what I wanted to do. It didn't allow me to be with Lucas the way that I wanted to be with Lucas. And so these are lessons. So I'm very cognizant. You know, I'm, I always want to help I want to be part of and so I do have to take a deep breath and pause and then run it through the gate of whatever my intention is. So I know many of you um, might have words of the year and and I have words and they with plural words, not just one because that to me does not feel spacious and really, and that's the feeling that I want to have for two thousand and twenty is to feel spacious, to feel that there is room, that there is stillness. and so, for instance, in, in the case of this podcast, in order for me to feel spacious and creative and room and where it's not something where I'm just checking off of the list, um, I'll be doing two podcasts a month. Um, that is my intention. That doesn't mean there's not going to be three or four, but I'm committing to two because that feels reasonable. It feels spacious. It feels... Um, open, and I feel at ease with that um, intention. And so I'm wondering, have you set goals and resolutions and or intentions for 2020? Maybe you want to revamp them. Maybe you want to take a look at what you wrote. Because here's the second part of how I want to feel. So you could also take a look at what you wrote and the goals that you set for yourself and then ask yourself why. Why? Why have you chosen to do X, to set X? And then once you ask yourself why, ask yourself why again. And see how far you can drill down to the root cause as to why you are deciding to do this thing in 2020. And again, I remember one time um, I was participating in a program here in the desert with um, Jay Nixon. And I... Uh, he has a program called Thrive. I will also put that in the notes because it's an amazing program. And um, we, for the, our, for the year, we wrote down three things that we wanted to achieve. And, and what I failed to do was to write down uh, why. And um, one of the things was to write a book. And it didn't get done by the time that I had written down, but it did get done, I think, the following year. And then as I sat down to set my intentions for 2020 and writing volume two of Gathered Truths, I had to ask myself why. And it was, I remember exactly where I was when I asked myself this, because I had already been working on it. I already was, had some um, photographs for the cover and I was standing in a parking lot um, near work, and I had walked up to the car to open the car, and I saw my reflection in the mirror, or in the window, rather. And, and for whatever reason, I was having this conversation in my head, why do you want to write that book? You know, I think it was a Saturday morning, and I had finished teaching And then I have the rest of the day and Sunday off. And, you know, those times are going to be times that I would be writing the book. And so I was looking at my reflection and and I said to myself, why do you want to write this book? Is this just your ego wanting to write the book? I mean, that's an honest question that I have to ask myself. You know, why? Why is it? What am I trying to get out of this? And so... I ended up, you know, driving home in silence and thinking about what, what is my why in writing this book? How am I, did I really sit with writing the first one? You know, and um, it's been, it's been an evolution here over the last, I would say, six weeks, figuring out, you know, the why of why, you know, why I want to write the book and Does that fit into the intention of the year of feeling more spacious and more at ease? And um, what made it more feel more spacious and made me feel that there was room um, was to do a little bit at a time. So there is a book called, it's a journal, there are several of them called the habit nest and again i will link in the show notes and so every night before i go to bed i write something down like i'm going to go i'm going to go to bed at this time i'm going to wake up at this time these are the three things i'm going to get done tomorrow and it has really served me well because one of the things that i write down is to write one or two pages of the book and so i was able to calculate it out and the book will launch on april six. But I'm committed to, to doing that. And I'm committed to the time that I'm putting in. And instead of spending eight to 10 hours down at the studio, I'm able to be with my family and write at a pace that feels spacious, that feels that there is room to breathe and to be spontaneous when I want to be spontaneous. (laughs) So perhaps there is something you wrote down for 2020, a word, a goal, a resolution. And I would just encourage you to do two things. Number one, how is that going to make you feel when you achieve that thing? Because here's the problem, and I'll get to two in a second. The problem is that like for me, I thought that I would be more respected, more loved, my ego would get stroked if I ran the marathon and And I did not know this before. These are awarenesses um, post marathon and many years later. So it was giving me nothing that I needed. I was I was consuming things that I did not need. So I did not need more of things, achievements, because it was going to do nothing for me. So back to the quote, when I began the podcast, you will never have enough of something that you do not need. So the second thing is, how do you want to feel? So that the first thing, how do you want to feel? And does the, the goal, the resolution, the intention that you set lead you to that feeling? And if not, we have to adjust our goals, our intentions, our resolutions. The second thing is why. Why do you want to feel that way? And why is that thing that you are, you've put down on the piece of paper going to get you to that place? So it might take some time. I was reminded yesterday that sometimes we ask ourselves these questions and we don't have the answer straight away. And that is totally fine. That is part of compassionate inquiry, is to just let it be. Let it be. And at some point, when you're still, the answer will come. And remember that there is no right or wrong answer. It is whatever it is for you now. And also remember that you can change at any time. You can change five minutes from now. So just take a big breath in and out. And here's the other thing. You might not set resolutions, goals, or intentions. That's totally fine too. One of the things that I found was, um, I think it was 2017, that I wasn't going to set anything specific for the year. But I just wanted to feel a certain way. And again, most of the time, the way that I want to feel is that I have some space. And um, there are a number of reasons for that. But um, I spent a majority of my life cramming every single thing into every single day, mostly because I didn't want to deal with how I felt. So I was a very busy person, very... um, type A perfectionist, um, because the idea of being still was, um, super foreign and, um, kind of scary. And so now that is not the case for me, that more is not better. And the more room for me that I create for stillness, um, I end up doing things, participating in things, having conversations with people, inviting people into my life that really resonate with me, that are solid friendships and experiences um, because I've allowed for that room for that to happen. Um, And I'm a much more pleasant person because I sleep better. (laughs) And, um, you know, just like everybody, I have my days. And I'm just grateful for the tools that I have to bring me back around when things get sideways. So I'm interested to hear um, how all of this lands with you. I'm interested to hear, did you set a New Year's resolution, goal, or intention? How do you feel about running it through the gate of how do I want to feel when I achieve that thing? How do I and then the why? I'm I'm interested um, if you decide to run it through that gate. I'm also interested to know if you don't set um, New Year's resolutions or intentions or goals. And I think I got lost a little bit, but when I was going to mention that there was a time that I was just living by default. that There was no intention. It was like I was on this hamster wheel. And I just got up every day and was just checking things off the box and running a million miles an hour. And I just came to a point where that just was not living for me. So this idea of how do I want to feel doesn't necessarily have to do with anything um, as far as resolutions, goals, and intentions for the new year. It could have to do with everything of how you want to live your life for the next 365 days, for the next month, the next quarter, today. I remember last year sometime, um, you know, I did that for a while where how do I would get up and say, how do I want to feel today or remind myself how I want to feel, feel, and then how was I going to align my day? And this was super helpful because as I was building my business, I wanted to take on as many clients as possible. But if I did not run it through the gate of, how, how is this going to fit into me feeling spacious and peaceful and at ease if I'm jamming in clients back to back for seven hours? It's just not. And so when I came from a place of more, abundant thinking, rather than um, a lack of, it actually all worked out. People were happy to have a different day, and a different time, and come in, and there was some space when they walked in, they weren't walking into somebody else walking out. And um, so it all, it all worked out um, for the better, in my estimation. So I thought we would conclude here with a clarity meditation. And for those of you that are listening to this in a different month, maybe six months from now, you can start at any time. You can start at any time. I like to reset three times a year. So I reset on January 1 or the week before, actually, I reset in June when my son gets out of school. And I reset again in late August or September when he goes back to school. And that just feels good for me. You might have um, totally different uh, ideas, and those are okay for you. And there is always the potential that you've never even thought about this or considered it. And so there's that too. So Coming into an easy seat. And there's always the potential that you're standing in the kitchen or walking the dogs. And so that's fine too. Maybe you just stop for a moment or take a deep breath. If you're not... Walking the dog, and you're actually sitting, you can close your eyes or not. And just bringing your full attention to your body. And just noticing it. Noticing your hands in your lap, or if your hands are on a counter. Noticing your belly. Is it firm like you're bracing, or can you soften it a little bit? Maybe taking an inhale and pressing the belly out. And then on the exhale, just letting the belly button go toward the spine. Softening the jaw by separating your teeth and moving the shoulders away from the neck and the ears. And maybe wiggling your toes around, your fingertips around, just to kind of soften everything. And just taking a moment to notice your surroundings. Maybe there are noises or scents. noticing your breath. And you might notice your breath because you can feel your body moving as you breathe. You might notice your breath because you can hear it. Maybe you feel the air going in and out of your nose. Perhaps you just sense that you're breathing. And there is always the possibility that you're not aware of the breath, and that's an awareness too. And then just bringing to mind 2020. And specifically today, whatever today is for you. And how do you want to feel? If you could just stop everything, quit everything, like you are erasing a dry erase board. It's a blank slate, wide open. What would you write on there? As far as how you want to feel? You have uh, potentially felt this way before maybe you were on vacation. Maybe you were in the forest. Big Sur, with the big trees, and the cool air. Maybe you were rock climbing in Idlewild. Maybe you were sitting by yourself on the beach. Your feet in the sand. Maybe you've had this awareness before, where you feel most at ease and most at peace, and most you? Where have you felt most you? And then with that in mind, What things potentially need to be added to your life in order for you to feel that way? What things need to go? What are you already doing that make you feel that way? Noticing your breath, perhaps the breath feels expansive and deep, or perhaps this meditation, this whiteboard is making you anxious. Whatever it is, just let it be. for the next four cycles of breath, let's just repeat the following phrase in our minds silently. So on the inhale, we'll breathe in, let it all come. And on the exhale, let it all go. Let it all come. And let it all go. Let it all come. And let it all go. Let it all come. And let it all go. You might want to Take a cleansing breath in, a big inhale through the nose. And an exhale through the mouth. If your eyes were closed, you could blink them open. And perhaps you just want to sit for a moment to reflect. You can always write down your thoughts. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, wherever you are in it. And until next time, may you be at peace. May you be at ease. And may you be free.